Welcome to Two Guys, A Girl and a Movie Podcast with Adam, Lee and Josie, your hosts, taking an analysis of some beloved movies, both blockbuster and lackluster. Grab a bowl of popcorn and see if their collective score and analysis matches your views. It's time for Two Guys, A Girl and a Movie Podcast. Hello and welcome to Two Guys, A Girl and a Movie Merry Podcast. Merry Christmas! Oh my god. Merry Christmas. My name is Adam. I'm Josie. I'm Lane. And uh, yes, it's Christmas. Christmas! <laughs> we are, Sorry, uh, what, what is it? Christmas! Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> we're on all the socials at Two Gag Pod, uh, Facebook, X, and Instagram. Give us a follow, give us a like, get involved in any conversations and your thoughts on the movies and us talking about them. But yes, it is Christmas. We've been doing uh, movies for the Christmas season. Yeah, and we have. uh, we've saved what I'm led to believe is quite a big one oh, for the big so Christmas week. Josie, what are we doing? Uh, this is one of my ultimate favourite movies of all time, plus Christmas movies. It is the 2003 Love Actually. Okay. Who made this movie? Um, it was written and directed by the one and only good old Richo. Richard Curtis. Richo. 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 Good old Dick. Um, Richard Curtis. <laughs> Gotta love him. I mean, who uh, doesn't love Dick? Oh, boy. Uh, for those that don't know who Richard Curtis is, he has done uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral, About Time, The Boat That Rocked. Um, what else has he done? He is a very well-known... Notting Hill. Notting Bridget Hill, Jones. yeah. Mamma Mia. He did Mamma Mia. Yeah, he did Mamma Mia. Wow. I'm going to safely assume this guy's got a lot of money. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he knows how to hit the feels, that's for sure. Yeah, that's fair. He did Mr. Bean's Holiday. Yeah, he did. Uh, Bridget Jones. We didn't say Bridget Jones. Mr. Bean. Oh, there you go. Wait, Um, the the bad movies or the actual TV show? The TV show. Oh, okay. That's a a good one. I'm pretty sure he did Blackadder as well. I was about to say, and he did Blackadder as well. Oh, okay. My opinion on this guy has vastly changed now. So, the money is up a deal. Oh, I'm just talking about the quality. Blackadder and Mr. Bean are amazing. They are great. Wow, okay. I I didn't realise. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Yeah. What a dude. Um, so if you've been living under a rock and never seen love actually before, it is follows the lives of eight very different couples in dealing with their love lives in various uh, loosely interrelated tales, all set during a frantic month before Christmas in London. Yeah, I'd, I'd almost say it's like an anthology, but it's not. Okay. Because they kind of interweave and like, I yeah. don't know. It's The only people that don't intertwine is um, Bill Nye. Yeah, Bill Nye and his manager. But he's kind of in the background of yeah, it all. Yeah, he's in the Yeah, like a lot of anth- a lot of anthologies things. are done segmented, whereas these sort of weave in and out of each other. But um, it, it's we'll touch on all that anyway. Um, relationship with the movie. This is your movie, Joe, so I want to hear all about it. It's my movie. Um, Sorry, what year was it made? 2003. Okay. So I would have been year six. So it, it was not directed. No, so you're not the te- you're not the target target demographic. Not even close to the target audience. So I did not uh, find out about this film until later in life, um, and I absolutely love it. It has now become a tradition each year um, with myself and a couple of friends to go and watch it either at the outdoor cinema or make a Christmas night or um, you know make a big deal about watching Love Actually together. Why there is always a public screening of this every year yeah. somewhere. Oh, multiple for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like the outdoor cinemas do at least three or four yeah. um, times at just the one place. But but to echo uh, Lee's question, why? Oh, like I feel like that's more going towards my appeal of this, this is, movie. But um, it's 
a movie, as it says, it's there's so many different storylines and characters that you just want to you you want to follow it along, and you know it's got the Christmas elements to it, and the comedy of it is mwah, amazing. Like I I love British comedy, I find it hilarious, um, and it it just never gets old. This movie Fair every enough. year it gets me in the spirit for Christmas. Now I'm going to be in the UK for Christmas. Whoop whoop. You're there right now. I'm right, yeah, I'm there right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. So you have to send us a photo for the socials of you. I'm Eden. very excited. Like I just cannot wait to have a cold Christmas. And can I ask why? What's the appeal of like? I get that it's because of like pop culture, movies, and all that sort of stuff. But what's the appeal of a white Christmas? It's just something different to what you're used to. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't enjoy 44 degree weather? For yeah. Christmas. But who wants minus 10 degree weather or whatever snowy shit I is? I put my hand up for that. Like, us Australians, we love Christmas, but I feel in the UK, they take it to the next level. Like, everyone gets involved in Christmas okay. with, the, with the lights, with the spirit, with, you know, the displays in the shops and things like that. They just go to the whole different level of, of making Christmas. A have, you been to the, have you been to the UK for Christmas before? No, I've never had a, a cold or white Christmas before. Right. I wanted to do it for uh, 2020. Um, then I think called COVID happened. Is it likely that you guys will actually, is it likely that um, UK will actually get a white Christmas specifically? Um, people have told me that it, it's going to be cold. Yep. Um, and Their prob- summers are cold though, aren't they? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but the chances of actual snow, yeah. minimal. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Going to go watch any soccer? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> as a anyway. random unrelated this. No, I just obviously, you know, my, my thoughts on Christmas and that I was just interested as to the uh, the appeal of the white Christmas. Like, because a lot of people have that as like a bucket oh, It's list a very thing. pop culture thing. I'd, I'd like to go hang out in the snow and check it out or whatever. But as far as like Christmas is concerned, I couldn't really give a shit. Like, well, Bing Crosby sings all about it. He does. Yeah. Bless. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, your connections to this film, boys? You can go. <laughs> Please enlighten us, Adam. Adam. I, know, I know that you've seen this movie. R- a Richard Curtis times. and you are like besties. Yeah, yeah, for no, no, sure. No. So my relationship with this movie is a little interesting. I uh, when it came out, it it, it could have been whatever. Um, that was in two thousand and three. What I would have been uh, like twenty two. Twenty uh, two year old Adam was living uh, the movie Love His Actually best life. was the movie Love Actually was not on my radar at all. Um, and not to step on appeal, but um, I remember it being kind of popular. But the funny thing is, it's gotten so much more popular after the fact. You know, like two thousand and three to dare I say, even like you know the five years pass. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, love actually, but I feel like now it's, it's so iconic. Well, it's, it's, it's twenty year anniversaries this year. Yeah, like which it's is gonna be huge. Like huge, and I, I understand the 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 gravitas that it has. But I didn't first see this movie until. Maybe 2020. Whoa. Yeah. How, how do you avoid this movie for so long? I just don't really want to watch it. I'm not a big <laughs> Christmas fan. I'm not a big like rom-com kind of guy. And whilst I don't think it's full rom-com, I think it's more comedy than anything else, mm-hmm. even though it weaves in a lot of films and um, not to bury the lead, I like rewatching it this time, it really kind of sat with me like this is a really good movie. Um, but the whole reason why I saw it on 2020 and why this wasn't a first watch was um, there's a friend of mine that I was speaking to and we were like chatting over Snapchat. Um, yeah, you were. <laughs> You're so hip and cool. 
Thanks. Uh, and um, she was saying that she was going to watch Love Actually, and I was like, I've never seen it. Oh, my God, you haven't seen Love Actually. How have you not seen Love Actually? Blah, blah, blah. Like people say to me, you know, like remember the Titans and all these other bloody movies. <laughs> um, and I was like, well, look, I'm like, I'll, I'll watch it with you. And, um, you know, it was, it was 2020. Yeah, it was. So she was like, all right, how about you watch it at your house? I'll watch it at my house. And we, like, message Press each play, other. go. Yeah, yeah, that. So we watched it simultaneously while messaging each other. And I think, like, every five minutes, I'm like, wait, it's that person? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's that person? Uh, so it was, like, the first time I saw it was um, uh, uh, with uh, this young lady uh, named Michelle. Hello, if you're listening. She doesn't like podcasts, so she probably isn't listening. Um, but um, I also feel like you're probably really distracted watching it, messaging her. So I guess with this time watching it, you really got to watch it, be involved in it. True, yeah. The first time it was kind of like figuring out what it, what it all was and kind mm. of like more so being impressed with the cast. Um, but it was really weird because like, it was like, oh, yeah, all right, I'll chuck it on. Like whatever, it was just a weird thing to do. Um, like, don't get me wrong, I've done like long distance movie watching. My mate, my mate Garrick who lives in Japan, we'll like, uh, like, um, like FaceTime video each other and like watch a movie at the same time. So it's like we're watching a movie together. That's like, a bit cute. Oh, but we watch the shittest like Kung Fu oh. movies and martial arts stuff. Like you'd love it, Lee. Um, I was about to say, I'm surprised Lee wasn't invited. <laughs> I'd never get invited to those kind oh. of parties. Oh no, Garrick hates you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. That's why. There you go. <laughs> Um, anyway, so um, it's in, hard not to take that personally. I know. In in, in me and uh, and Michelle messaging each other and, and talking about this, I, I watched this movie and uh, I was like, oh look, it's it's not as bad as I thought. Sorry? And then uh, watching it after this time, I was like, this movie is actually really good and very well done. It is. Yeah. But you, you're avoiding the question, Adam. No. Lee. Oh, that's disappointing. Heartbreaking. I thought that's how the Snapchat conversations went. No. Oh, okay. No, I've got like Snapchat's not all about that, Lee. Get your mind out of the gutter. Is it not? My, my, no, my good friend Craig Rose and I have an ongoing Snap streak, and it's nothing like that. No, <laughs> no, Lee. Okay, anyway, maybe, maybe Lee suggestive Lee? gestures there. Yep, sorry. How sorry. rude. So how? Okay, so 2003, I uh, had just graduated high school. Um, it had come out. It, it would come out. This is. Uh, or I wouldn't say that I'm the, the target demographic for this as being 17. And not a white woman. And not a white woman. <laughs> but with that being said, though, I'm pretty sure I watched it in the cinemas. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Wow. Um, it was a big movie back in the day, right? Yeah. Um, obviously, with Did a girl, c- like, force you to go with her or something? Well, you know what? I'm going to put my hand up and say I don't necessarily need to get forced to watch rom-coms, right? Like, That's you know, true. You do love you a good rom-com. I don't, you know That's I fair. like a good rom-com. And I know that you said before that this is more comedy than rom-com. I'm going to disagree. Um, there are comedy elements to it, but the whole point about this movie is about the relationships. Love is. Yeah, correct. Oh, actually, around. no, you're right. You're right. I, I take back my statement. And the, the romantic aspect of it is such a heavy heavy undertone to it. So I'm going to disagree with your rom-com, uh, your, with what you said about the rom-com I just stuff. took it back. You can't, you can't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> take it back, Adam. I think you were about to drop the um, word that we aren't allowed to say on this pod. No. Um, and yeah, look, obviously I'm, I'm a fan of uh, the rom-coms and I, I, you don't need to twist my arm to watch a rom-com. It's, uh, I'm, I've got a soft spot for them and this is one of those movies that I've watched, uh, I continue to watch since. It's not necessarily, I don't, I don't get all that big on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christmas is neither here nor there for me. But the, movie, the movie itself outside of the Christmas undertones is actually quite good for, mm. for what it is. It's very Richard Curtis. Yeah, very uh, much it's so. It's very Richard Curtis. Yeah. Um, okay. So we go into our five categories that gets our score out of five. Oh, uh, strap in. Yeah. 
Here we Um, go. So we can give it a score of either a 0, a 0.5 or a 1. Now for basic casting... um, Can we, before we start this... um, if anybody here gives it less than a one, you're going to get punched in the face. <laughs> get out. What I was trying to think before, there was another movie that we did and I was like, "Any, I will not accept anything less than a one. I can't remember what movie it was. Uh, it has to be, it has to be, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the mm-hmm. Leo DiCaprio one that we did, Scorsese. Oh, oh yeah. Departed. Departed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that was that's fair. That was- um, yeah, I've, I've written one huge one. This is beyond stack. I've written the names of the people that were most notable for me. I'm not going to name those names because Lee has everyone. Um, what about yourself, Joe? Yeah, I don't know if I should even even try with the, what, two, three pages that Lee has um, of, like, all of the cast, but it it's huge. And there, there's such, like, royalty in, there in this cast. Royalty. I'll tell you what, before Lee kicks this off, obviously this is your movie. I'm assuming yes. you've given it a one. Because 100%. how could you not? Who are your faves? Oh, I love... Uh, even, Top five. Even though he's an absolute dog in it, I love Alan Rickman. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, when is he not though, right? Emma Thompson, love her. Yeah. Uh, Hugh Grant, I, I have a softie for him. I know he's meant to be a dick in real life, but... I have a softie. Soft spot for him. <laughs> she, just did a, she just did a softie, didn't I heard, she? I heard what I heard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. It's um, recorded. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, Emma Thompson though, like, is she just not just like heartwarmingly like just? Oh, I love her. Oh, but again, 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 in in everything that she does, that's just the way that she is. She's yeah, just she's, great. She's um, yeah, she's tremendous. She's so good. Um, Bill Nile. Oh yeah, yeah. Love him. I found like him. Um, in what did we do before Underworld? No, <laughs> no. Oh, um, uh, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. He yeah. has such a small small part in it, but. It, it was so good, and I feel like whatever movie he is in, even if it's the smallest part, yeah. he is so memorable in it. Um, he, uh, both that rocked. Um, he was in it, and I loved him in that as well. Uh, Colin Firth, love him. Bridget Jones's Diaries, love actually. Kingsman. Kings. Oh, King's Speech. King's Speech. Oh, so good. Um, Colin Firth's great, actually. Yeah, I, I, I didn't realize how much I liked him. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, um, Liam Neeson's in this movie. I was going right? to. He, he was next up, and then but you said yeah, five, yeah, so no, I went. Okay, I'm going to stop right. there because it, it's your movie. I could talk about this for for hours. The well, cast. Speaking in here. about talking about it for hours, Lee. Here we go. Am I doing them all? Am Do I? Do it, brother. All right. So we got Hugh Grant. You're free reign, man. Um, <clears throat> you know him obviously as the prime minister. He was uh, four weddings and a funeral about a boy in Notting Hill. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip past Martine McCutcheon who played Natalie. Um, obviously, I love her. right? So I thought she was a weird casting choice personally. She's obviously a massive in EastEnders. I was gonna she say was I a, don't really know her other than like yeah. Actually. She was in 441 episodes of EastEnders. Wow, what okay. a run! So that's a, that's a long time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Liam Neeson who played Daniel. He was in The Grey, The A Team, uh, Schindler's List, and Taken. I was gonna say Taken. That's um, that's that's what you went with. That's a pretty yeah. That's yeah. Have you seen The Grey? The Grey's a great film. Don't 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 want to throw it. I don't know the Phantom Menace. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bill Nye, who would play Billy Mack, About Time, Pirates of the Caribbean, Underworld, oh, I about Pirates. Yeah, yeah he's um, David. Well, I mean, he's very heavily. Yeah, made I put up. the, the uh, one. Colin Firth, who played Jamie, he was in King's Speech, Bridget Jones, Kingsman, oh, uh, What a Girl Wants. I can't what believe I can't wants. believe you missed that off your list. I know. He's the dad, and What a Girl Wants, the man of binds, right. and oh, he's so uh, good. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Joe's just broke into a little bit of Christina Aguilera yeah, there. Uh, Sienna Gilroy, who plays Jamie's girlfriend, she's in Aragon. Resident Evil, Inkheart, and Clifford the Big Red Dog. 
I still haven't seen that yet. Is that worth watching? Well, Clifford. Yeah. No. Uh, not at all. <laughs> Proceed. And I grew up with the books too. And yeah, it's, so really, it's really not. Oh. Uh, Emma Thompson, who played Karen, she's in Junior, Remains of the Day, Sense and Sensibility. She's in Cruella. Harry Potter. Harry, uh, Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter, yeah. obviously. Um, she's great. Chris Marshall, he's the guy that plays Colin, the guy that goes to America. Oh, uh, God. He's so good. He's got a big He's in a random uh, random Heath Ledger movie called Four Feathers. I actually rate that movie. Oh, yeah. I know the movie you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Death at a Funeral, um, mm. the, the British version. Oh, uh, yep. And he's in a, t- he's in a uh, British uh, TV show called My Family. I don't know if you guys have heard of that, no. heard no. that but not before. But just so um, if you guys remember Harry Potter, mm-hmm. um, the one that who the, what uh, the the lady <laughs> the lady who plays the uh, the broom the 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 Quidditch oh the lady. teacher yeah 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 so she's the mum in My Family. That's where I know her from from before Harry Potter. Uh, anyway, Heike Macatch who played Mia, she was in Resident. Did you know she was in Resident Evil? No. The original Resident Evil film, really? but I know that you don't rate that film anyway. No, nah, look, the first one's the best of the lot. Yeah, she's in that. Yeah, she, I, I, I should revisit that, actually. I've been thinking about that lately. Um, she's in a stack of German films as well, none, none that I wrote down, but she's actually got like 60 or 70 credits to her name. Sick. Uh, for, for, uh, re- uh, sorry, for, um, for her. Which one's she? She's the... Um, she's the secretary that, uh, uh, that Rick Mignot yeah. cheats on with. Yeah, Boo. yes, yes, yes. Uh, Martin Freeman, who plays John, obviously he's in The Hobbit, Black Panther, Sherlock, Hot Fuzz, mm-hmm. uh, obviously the sh- the, uh, the Sherbet, sorry, the Sherbet, the, uh, the uh, Cornetto, Cornetto. Sh- Cornetto trilogy. Mm-hmm. Martin Freeman's just fantastic. He's great, right? He's, there's uh, something about him. Joanna Page, who plays Judy or Just Judy. The, the Just bird, Judy, yeah. The yep. bird that he, uh, obviously he hooks up with. Um, so she's from Hell, Doolittle. And do you remember, the, do you know, do you guys know the TV show Gavin and Stacey? Yeah, so with um, James Corden. Yeah, so she's Stacey. Huh. Whoa, really? Yeah, right? Wow. Um, anyway, uh, Chuitel, Age of Four. Yeah, that's right. Good work. Thanks. Smashed um, it. He played Peter, 12 Years of Slave, Serenity, Lion yeah, King, his the new Lion King, his scar in the Lion King. Oh, uh, he's, he's done well for himself. Yeah, he has. Yeah. Yeah. And Doctor Strange. Oh, yes. Mm. That's, yeah. That's where I know that guy from, yeah, right? Yeah, that guy. The whole bloody movie. I'm right? sitting there just like, I know this guy. And uh, I didn't bother to look him up. Andrew Lincoln, <laughs> uh, obviously, he plays the, he plays Mark. He's from The Walking Dead, obviously. Huge role. Um, Teachers. Uh, do you remember Teachers, the TV show? No. As a British TV show. And he's in uh, this, he's in a, uh, if you like British crime uh, movies, there's a movie called Gangster Number One. Highly recommend. It's very, very good. Um, yeah, anyway, Kira Knightley, who's Juliet. Uh, she's in Pirates of the Caribbean, Pride and Prejudice, Atonement, The Imitation Game. Um, Alan Rickman, who plays Harry, he's in Die Hard, Sweeney Todd. Do you think it's crazy that you've gone, what, 15 people and and you're at like Alan Rickman, right? you know? Uh, Sweeney Todd, Galaxy Quest, which I I think is a phenomenal movie. Uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, obviously. Dogma. Now, Dogma. He's so good in Dogma. Dogma. Uh, Lucia Moniz, who plays Aurelia, another random Addition, right? Aurelia. Like, like you, you think about obviously how this cast is stacked, and even Martin McCutcheon. Uh, Martin McCutcheon and Lucia Moniz were random picks for me, as far as I'm concerned, because you've got these heavy stacked casts, and then you've got these two randoms that people haven't heard of before. Mm. Um, so Lucia Moniz, she hasn't actually done all that much. She's she's done a couple of things, but not much that people have yeah, heard. Yeah, from of. what my fun facts know is, she wasn't even gonna like try to go in this movie. No, it was no, like a joke. It was a joke, yeah. right? But yeah, but funnily enough, and here's a bit of fun trivia for you, I'll drop it now because we're talking about her. She was actually, she actually represented Portugal in the 1996 Eurovision and came eighth. 
Oh, that's cool, right? As yeah. as far as a random deep dive is concerned, work a uh, We still haven't even got to Rowan Atkinson yet, oh. so we're at Rowan Atkinson for doom, Rufus, doom, Mr. Doom. Bean, uh, Johnny English, The Lion King. Now we've got Ivana Milosevic, uh, Alicia Cuthbert, January Jones, Claudia Schiffer, Shannon Elizabeth, Denise Richards, Rodrigo Santoro. Do you remember him? He's the guy from Three Hundred. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays yeah, yeah. Xerxes. Uh, and Tom, Thomas Brody Sangster, who got the guy that plays Sam, the young Sam. Oh, um, uh, yeah. He's in stacks of things, yeah, right? Yeah, he is. He's done really well for himself. So, that look, that's that's the cast. And I've missed people. <laughs> so, I mean, like, we could have this whole pod just on yeah, the cast. Yeah, legitimately. I've, I, I've tried to cut it down. Yeah, did you even talk about the sign guy? Who's the sign? Yeah, that's Andrew Lincoln. Oh, we did. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Andrew Lincoln. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that this the, the, this cast is ridiculous, and I think it's one of those things. Like, especially back in two thousand and three, anybody who's anybody was in this film. How, oh, yeah. how did he afford it? <laughs> I, you know what? I reckon it's just Richard Kirsch just turned around and said, "You guys know who I am." Jump on board, and everyone's just gone. Yeah, no worries. Well, um, Billy Bob Thornton did that. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Did you mention Billy Bob? Thornton? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mention Billy Bob. And Thornton. when I was watching it the second time, I completely forgot he was in it, and he yeah, pops yeah. up. Like, Jesus Christ! Um, and Claudia, was it? Yeah, Claudia. Yeah, Claudia. Oh, yeah. But like, yeah. I get, no. But I'm you saying, paying attention no, no, all, no. But I'm saying she was paid three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, just for a minute. Just for a minute. Yeah. So like, no if way. she's getting paid three hundred. And you know, I reckon you know obviously that just like is yeah. for a minute. But Imagine what everyone else is getting. Thinking paid. about Richard Curtis, Richard Curtis is obviously this is the first time he's directed, but I mean he's written obviously films before. Working with people like Hugh Grant and um and uh, you take a look at the the role itself, the relationship. Well, that he yeah, has. like with Rowan Atkinson as a good example. Rowan Atkinson probably wouldn't have taken much. No, his role wasn't all that big. But he'd be like, I just want to work with you yeah, again. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if they'd done like Blackadder and Mr. Bean together, but he's tired. also a massive draw card to go. I've got Rowan Atkinson on. People would be like. Like, fuck you, yeah, I'm signing up. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it would have had a pretty big budget. And I reckon, I reckon um, Richard Curtis, you know, especially after the um, the success of Four Weddings and a Funeral. Uh, and I'm pretty sure this was uh, after Notting Hill as well. Yeah, Notting Hill was um, late 90s. Yeah, so. 99, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. So, so with that being said, you know, he's, uh, he's already done well with Notting Hill. He's already done well with Four Weddings and a Funeral. Um, he can effectively yeah, just write. 99. He can write his own checks, right? Yeah, and clearly. People, people would just be like, Lining up to work with him. What did he do after this? Uh, so actually, you know what? For, for like a his wh- next movie, Bridget Jones. It would have had to have been mm, Bridget Jones would be one. after. Bridget Jones yeah. is a big one. That was he, another huge one. About Time was also another big I movie. Don't know what that is. Yeah, About Time was 2013. About Time is a great Rachel film. Rachel McAdams. Yep. Um, she's in it. Look, I'm, and Don Hall Gleason. Mm. Ooh, um, I like him. Yeah, yeah he's great. Oh, he's done the new Genie movie with um, Melissa McCartney in it. Oh yeah, okay. That's just come out on. One of the streaming things. But so, you know, Richard Curtis is actually to the point now where if you hear it's a Richard Curtis film, you sort of turn around and go, that's going to be good. Oh, he did that um, yesterday. Oh, yeah. The Beatles yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah. Was that any good? Yeah, it was not bad. Yes, today. Oh, oh, God. Lee. oh, all right. Boy. The next category oh, is the basic plot so, and story. So, just, just to reiterate, we're all giving it a one, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. You, yeah. Like, yes. honestly, like you said, Lee, it's like you, you kicked off the pot if you didn't because it's it's impossible. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Jesus. That's, Shit. Yeah, Shit. Yeah, honestly, it's stacked. Yeah. yeah I, I can't <laughs> even. Um, <laughs> basic plot and story. Josie. Uh, I, I can, can I go not first? Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This is your choice, Josie. You can do whatever you want. Thank you. Can I go not first? No, you can um, go first. Adam. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> basic plot and story. I've got a one. 
Um, this is this is why I want to hear. Like this is why I want to go last. Okay. I, want to see. I wrote the thing about this movie isn't really the story or stories, but it's how they're balanced and weave throughout the movie. I'm um, like they do it incredibly well, and I think in the wrong hands, it is an absolute clusterfuck. Like it's like it Valentine's is, Day, <laughs> New <yeah>. Year's Eve. <laughs> yep. It is like a like a hair away from being a clusterfuck, but it's so m- magically like balanced. I'm like, it's super crowded and overstacked with so much and so many different emotions and feels. And so many things going on. Yeah, but it doesn't ever feel too much throughout mm. the entirety of it, which is, it says something for the way it was put together. Um, I wrote, it's kind of like a TV show where you look forward to going back to parts of like, oh, we're going back to this character now. You know what I mean? Um, and then you go, this is, oh, that's right. What's happening with these guys? Um, I'm like, some parts are very funny. Some are like kind of like just minimal kind of chuckles and I don't think that funny at all, even though they're aiming for big laughs that some people might find funny. Some's quite sad. Um, I'm like, some try to, you know, some try sort of fail to hit the mark. I'm like, a lot of it is very heartwarming, but because it's so well balanced and it all equals out in the way that it all plays out, I think that it's a, um, yeah, it's a really well done story and, and very well put together. So I've given it a full mark. All right, Jobs, you can go now. No, it's your turn. All right, fine. She, she wants to go not first. She wasn't. She was going second. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, I'm going to give the uh, I'm going to give it point five. And the reason why I'm giving it point five is similarly because of the reasons you're giving it a one, because I think that there's too much jumping around. Really? Oh yeah. Um, look, I mean, it, it's almost uh, like four weddings and a funeral was done really, really well to the point where there was only four. There were four things going on, but there was, but they were happening at different times. And obviously, Hugh Grant was the ongoing, the ongoing run in the middle with that, right? Mm-hmm. If I think with this, there was just so much, and and I agree with one hundred percent with what you said. That there is so much happening at the moment, and Richard Curtis did a very good job of it. I'm not going to say that he didn't, um, but because there was so much stuff going on, it made it really difficult to go. Okay, like you know, I. I'm spending all this time spending, you know, all this energy and effort with, you know, Jamie and uh, and uh, what's her name, Aurelia, for argument's sake. And now all of a sudden, I'm getting transported over to the shit stuff with um with uh, Alan Rickman and uh, Emma, Thompson. Emma Thompson, right? Uh, and it's just, and it's all happening very quickly. It's really hard to sort of stay planted with it, and you can't move with it per se. And that because of that, it's getting me. It's, I'm giving it a point five. Dare I say he should never try to do something like this again? There's well, so much. You know what I mean? I like think that's he, got, he got lucky with this one, well, not, no, to, I think not to fall to pieces. Yeah, I think yeah. the idea was is that with four weddings and a funeral, because there were things happening in the background with four weddings and a funeral, there were lots of things going on. Mm. That's where the original idea came from. I was going to say, a lot of this came from four weddings yeah, and a yeah. funeral. Makes sense. Um, I am giving it a um, one. <laughs> so no, no, wait, am I giving it a one? <laughs> Yes. Do you not have your notes? In I front do. Of you? I do. But I keep. I keep changing. What? What was your note? What do you notes say? Point five. My notes say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. You didn't put a score in. No. Josie hasn't watched the film. <laughs> no, just because she chose it, but she didn't watch it. I know. I love this film. Well, I think it's amazing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with my one. Um, because there is uh, the thing that I was gonna point five it is because there's a couple of the stories that I don't think are necessary. Yeah, I agree. But then when I talk to my friends and I say, I don't think, I don't like that one, that one, that one, they're like, they're my favourite. I they, love those this, ones. This is personal opinion. This boils down to personal exactly. opinion, right? Which so, ones don't you like? I'm not massive on the um, Jamie and Aurelia. I don't know. Really? I don't, I don't know what these names Colin are. Colin Firth. Oh, sorry, Colin Firth and the... Oh, really? I'm not... I, oh, yeah, the way like, that eh. wraps up, I love. And like the, the porn star ones, I'm like, eh. Probably is not needed. I 
yeah, I um, started watching it at the gym and then these two people are simulating sex and there's tits out and I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch that, You know else. that they're not, right? You know that they're not porn stars. Yeah, I know, they're stand-ins. Well, yeah. that's what I mean, like the stand-in porn stars. Um, but then again, that's why I'm going to give it a one because it appeals to so many different people in such a different way because what I don't like is what someone absolutely loves. And so that way I feel like Richard Curtis is been an absolute genius and has made sure that the plot appeals to so many different people. Oh, hang on. We're not, we're not doing appeal, though. We're doing basic plot and story. I know. And that's what I'm saying. The plot that he has done has made sure that he it appeals mm, okay. to everyone. Okay. Everyone. Everyone. Boom. Fair enough. So you're sticking with one? So that's why it's a one. Fair enough. All right. Oh, and I don't like um, Sarah. Who's Sarah? Um, Laura Lenny. The Carl with the brother. She frustrates me so much. Which one with the who? You know, she's about to have sex with the hot dude and then the brother keeps calling. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. But yeah, yeah. it's her as a character, not the story. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so what was that? Basic plot and story. Um, notable scenes. Notable or favourite scenes. Oh, I have so many. The whole movie. Yeah, the whole movie. It's a one from me. It's a one from me. It's a one from me. Yay. All right. Who wants to go first? Do you want to go not first or do you want to go first? Uh, I feel bad that I <laughs> <laughs> went last. No, so. You know what? Let's go. Let's go with jobs. Okay. Yep. Um, I love Hugh Grant meeting the staff. Like he starts oh, off yeah, and yeah. the dude's like, hi, my name's Terrence. And he's like, I had an uncle called Terrence. He I, hated him. He was, yeah. I thought he was a pedophile. Yeah, and it's just pervert, like, yeah, and yeah. then and then he gets to finally gets to Natalie, and then it's the whole like, shit, sir, fuck, oh shit, I told myself I wouldn't fuck up. Like I, I find it good. so funny. I love that scene. Um, I've got Rowan Atkinson and Alan Rickman in the shopping centre. Oh, two absolute treasures, just cooking and just delivering gold. That whole that that scene probably goes all up, maybe what like a minute and a half. Yeah, and but the sound behind it as well that the that they've put in. Oh, it just makes you anxious. It is played so well, and the frustration from Rickman, like they're both playing to their strengths, and. It is just masterful. I love that scene so much. And uh, they're watching this movie a second time. I was just like, fuck, this is great. Lee? Uh, Billy Mack going to his managers for Christmas. Yeah, uh, that yeah. was sweet. I hit you where you live. Yeah. And there's nothing, nothing else no, to talk it's, about. It's, like, it's, it's good, yeah. yeah. That whole scene is very, very clever. If we're, if we're going hitting with the feels, I won't go a comedy one. Um, Emma Thompson after getting the... Uh, the CD, CD. Oh. and her going into the bedroom and trying to like get herself together for the concert. <sighs> we need to do a part of this podcast where we discuss certain aspects of what happened in this movie, but oh, we'll touch man. on that a bit later. That kills me every time. I know it's coming. And it still fucks you up. But, oh, it gets me. I'm like, please be the necklace. Please be the necklace. And then every time, it's not. It's not the necklace. It's not the necklace. The imperfections of these people. Like yeah. uh, anyway, um, I've got Bill Nye uh, ripping the piss on the TV show. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, yeah. I love the fact that he's ripping into blue too. <laughs> yes. I just love what he's. Oh, what does he say? Like don't don't buy drugs. <laughs> don't buy drugs. Become a pop star. They <laughs> yeah, give them to you for free. Get them to you for free. It's so. And good. then we've all got little pricks. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm just like he's just like no fucks given. Just like. Teeing off and mm-hmm. just having a blast, and it looks like he was having a great time doing it too. So I really enjoy that. Uh, I've got David going door to door in his copper star, and then they they start singing the singing, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the his kids. reaction to the yeah, like yeah. copper yeah. is yeah. like he's, what? he's got such a good voice. That's, that was actually really good. Yeah, I love. That. Oh, I've got so many. I don't know which one to choose. You, from. Can, you can throw a couple extras in there. It's Christmas. That's um, my gift to you. <laughs> 
Thank you. Thank you so much. We, we can't not go past Hugh Grant's dancing. Every, like that that gif is used all the time and everyone knows of that dance scene. Yep. So that's that's up there. Um, I wasn't going to put this in as one of my scenes, but it's just so dumb. Um, when old mate goes to the States and they're set up with like the hot girl <laughs> and then the hot girl and the other hot girl and oh, you like our fourth friend. She's the sexy yes, one. one. Yeah. I'm like, it's just so stupid and dumb, but, but I'm like, just I love that it actually works out for him yeah. because the amount of times in movies where they're like, I'm going to do this because this is how it's meant to be. And then they go and of course- it's not, and it's an epic fail. I actually love for once in a movie what he is expecting yeah. is exactly what and it is. He just seems like such a clown. Like, yeah. so I'd also like to point out when I went to America, that never happened. What? You're not English. That's why. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, I went to America. It didn't happen to me either. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Ripped off. Yeah. Oh, shame. Um, the end airport scene, like right at the oh, end, um, where obviously everything sort of resolves, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, All the stories kind of wrap up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, uh, obviously you see that Natalie goes and hugs, um, you know, oh, Hugh Grant, Grant and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I love the little the little tidbit at the end as well where, where she jumps on him and he goes, Oh, oh you, you, you weigh a lot. You weigh a lot. And he's like, she's like, shut up. Yeah. Um, it's very clever. Um, they've yeah. done that really, really well. Uh, but it's a really nice way to wrap it up and that's probably a good segue into ending anyway. Uh, moving we, on. We've got another one before that. I've got, <laughs> I've got more. I've yeah. got more. Uh, Another one, Joris. Um, I'm. I've got two, but I'll do. I'll just do one because I feel like we're taking too long. No, you can do two. It's Christmas. Um, I'm, okay, I'll do it really quickly. Um, when Jamie comes back and his brothers at the apartment, you, oh, it's just so awkward. And then the girlfriend's like, "Come want, in here, big boy." I like, want you twice. Twice before, before Jamie, Jamie gets, home. gets home, and you just go, "No." Um, and my final one is uh, when he does the card scene with uh, Kira Knightley. That is a, such a well-known scene. And then, fun fact, for my best friend's 30th, it was COVID time. Um, I went to her door and I, I did the signs for her 30th. It is one of my most hated parts of the movie. Because he's a creeper? Yeah, he's like trying to mack on his mate's missus. Yeah, he wanted to. He didn't want to do that scene because he felt like he was a stalker. But it's, but it's such a well-known... Look, if it was someone that he liked who wasn't married to what was supposed to be best his best mate. friend, yeah. like that scene would be like very heartwarming and sweet. Yes. But I'm like... I don't, don't get me wrong. I, I hey, my a, best friend loved it. Okay, it was I, like, hey, so I'm good very for sweet. them. And if you love it, then fine. But it pisses me off because I'm like, man, if my best friend did that to me, I'd be fucking heartbroken. Oh yeah, like for sure. it's just like it's such shit form. And like, like okay, let's just say some guy wants to, I don't know, sweep you off your feet, and they did that for you. I'm not saying that you're with someone. Would you think, oh, this is such a lovely gesture? Someone's playing a song to you, and you're reading the cards. Pr- you know, confessing their their feelings for you is this something? Yeah, I think that you would it, I think it would if it wasn't my best mate, my husband. husband's best friend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the fact that it is like it completely changes it because yeah. it's the best friend. I'm like, yeah, but it's just like, very weird choice. And I get that they're going for these kind of flawed situations, which mm. is real life. But that one's just a bit bit much bit for too mine. Far. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I thought the video was a bit more creepy. Than the signs. But the whole thing is creepy. The yeah. whole, the whole, the whole yeah, idea just is creepy. The whole video like zoomed up on her was just a bit like, yeah. Oh. And the especially one, considering that you know what he does with that video too. Yeah. The the one thing that he did do well was the stuff he planned for the wedding with the uh, all you need is love. All you need That's fantastic. Is love. Yeah. Uh, you get another scene, Lee. Yeah. Um. The end of your concert, including the big kiss reveal. Um. I love the fact that she actually is the real singer for that. Yeah, okay. but apparently she was too good. Yeah. They had to like. 
Childrify it. <laughs> you know what? If we're throwing in extra scenes, I like the uh, Colin Firth going to the. Um, that was my last one. Yeah. Going to uh, say, oh, oh, I, the, the I, want to ma- I want to marry your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other sister comes out <laughs> and she's like, oh, you're paying me off. Uh, no, you're selling me. And he's like, no, I'll pay him. Yeah, who said anything yeah. about yeah. selling? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, no, no, your other daughter. And the dad's just like all for it. He's like, all right, let's okay, go. Let's like, go. <laughs> yeah, she's at work. I'll take you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. It's it's so dumb, but it's good. Um, yeah. Do you got any others? I'll, I'll, I'll. I'll leave it there. <laughs> All right. Our next one, uh, we all went ones, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The next one's appeal. Um, Lee. Uh, look, this is, uh, I mentioned this before, but, you know, I'm a sucker for a rom-com and this is right up there. Um, it's a Richard Curtis rom-com to top it all off. So, you know, this is, uh, what is it, Nora Ephron, Huge. Connor, you know, like sort of, this is just ticking boxes. It's it's very, very good. And it's very, very good for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my appeal is zero. Um, Wait, what did you give it? Who's shocked? Who is shocked? I, Lily, I don't know what you gave it. <sighs> I'm giving it... It's a one. <laughs> Why are you so begrudging? Because... Moving on. Okay. Um, so, I, I mean, okay, sure. The, the main reason why I'm getting it at zero is that I wouldn't have seen this if someone hadn't got me to watch it. Yeah, that's fine. And uh, if Michelle hadn't suggested me watch it with her via, like, long-distance Snapchat, um, which is still funny to think of, um, <laughs> I'll watch any movie to impress people. Um, anyway, if it wasn't for this pod, I probably wouldn't have seen it for a second time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and had I not seen had, – had Michelle not got me to watch it back in the day, back in the day in 2020, um, this would have been a first-time watch for me. So it's not that – appealing to me because it doesn't seem like my kind of movie um but i do think it's very enjoyable and i'm one thing after watching it this time this second time i sort of i guess paid more attention to it Mm. um i'm definitely not opposed to watching it again um but i'm definitely not the target demographic for it no but you also understand the (laughs) reason why why it's so popular right Oh, definitely yeah like i said i would would, like uh, after this this recent watch i thought to myself like i could I could watch this again. Mm-hmm. Quite I'm quite a, surprised quite though. It only got like 7.6 on IMDb. I really thought it'd be higher. Yeah, I thought it'd be higher too. Yeah, 7.6. I think it's because it's so jumpy and there's a lot going on. Mm, that's yeah. fair. Anyway. It's, yeah, okay. Uh, Josie, appeal? Uh, I wonder what it will be. I just don't know. Um, it is a solid one for me. I love English humour. I love Christmas. It's directed and written by Richard Curtis. Like, can I have it any better than that? Yeah. I You've don't think been so. to England before as well, right? I have, yes. Okay, are you pretty much going to go with it? I hope to like reenact part of this movie. I just wish that in my whole life. Like, if I'm just what, wa- you want your whole life to be a Richard Curtis movie? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's raining today. Will there be something romantic happening? Yeah, like, what's going to happen? Is, is it raining? I hadn't noticed. Oh, I had, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Josie's going to be in her like uh, Airbnb, and Tony Blair's going to knock on the door. <laughs> oh, here we go. So yeah, it's it's a it's a big one for me. I'm I'm a you know a hopeless romantic. <laughs> you are a white woman. <laughs> I am a the, strong and, independent and, and, and the target demographic. White woman. Oh, buddy. oh buddy, and then some. Uh, okay, the ending, the finale, the climax. I do. Uh, all right, cool. I'll do it. Uh, point five. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Josie. It's okay. Um, all right, it's all kind of expected. And it's all happily ever after. And I wrote this in capitals for the most part. Because mm-hmm. obviously there's a lot of things that are kind of, um, I guess, bittersweet. Mm-hmm. Like the, the Alan Rickman and Anna Thompson thing. It's played really well, but it's still kind of like, oh, it's like, you know, this is just going to take a long time. You know what I mean? It hits you in the feels yeah. for a different reason. It really does, man. And it's played so well. It like just 
Fuck. Stupid meal. Uh, that's what I just wrote. It, it, it's it's so heartbreaking. Um, and I said, the Lincoln stuff makes me angry. Um, I wrote, the, <laughs> the little kid is adorable with the airport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and like even even like Liam Neeson being like, you know, sneak through. Go. Yeah, I was just like, fucking go, little fella. Like, <laughs> run. Yeah. Do a Tony Modra pack yeah. mark at the end. <laughs> I'm like, oh, give, it, give it socks, little one. Um, so I thought that was good. Uh, everyone coming together at the play, I thought was a real good sort of centerpiece to have it all come together. Um, so like, no, if they, they hit it quite well, I think, but it's only a 0.5 because it's kind of like the expected thing. I can't give it a full point because, uh, <laughs> okay, this is just me being a prick. Um, all right, I can't give it a full point because all I want for Christmas is you can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I said, but um, the montage of all the airport meetings, much like the start of the movie, yeah. I thought it was a great way to end it. And I said, having uh, God Only Knows being the final song of the movie is just a perfect fucking hit and like a great counterbalance to this shit Mariah Carey song because it's uh, one of the most beautiful songs ever written. I mm. love the Beach Boys and I love that song. And um, yeah, like it's a it's a good ending and it's very well played, I think. But so if they didn't five. have Mariah Carey in it, would it get the one? <laughs> no, it wouldn't. But <laughs> um, just I just be- had to hang shit on that Lily? song. Just before we go, because yeah. um, I'm pretty sure I can safely assume that Adam hasn't seen um, uh, Love Actually Red Nose Day. Oh, that is no, that haven't. is a great because we talk we there's they they've done it before, right? Yeah, yeah. they the did it for four weddings. Four weddings, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to I, uh, before we go into um uh, the the ending because obviously mm-hmm. for if you've seen um Red Nose Red Day, Nose, yeah. uh, the Red Nose Day Love Actually uh thing that basically it changes the ending to a certain degree, right? It does. Um, oh. yeah, because there's add-ons to it. It's like another. It's basically an extra fifteen minutes of the movie, but it's seventeen yes. years later. What? Or fifteen mm. years later? Who's in it? Uh, basically everybody. Nearly everyone. Was this back when Rickman was still alive? No, 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 no. no. no, no, no. Oh, so so it's, it's like seven. It, well, it's seventeen years later. They do it in like two thousand seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Um. But they they've uh, like you know they've changed the endings effectively. So you know we're talking about like um, that Bro- might not be a good thing. Like though, Thomas right? Brody Sangster for arguments. Like the guy, the, the kid that you're talking about, the give it socks. Um. He meets up with Liam Neeson again at the uh, you know when they're at the 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 uh, the uh, he'd be a they're on the, now. They're on the bench. Yeah, they're on the bench. They meet up at the bench, and he meets him at the bench, but brings uh, Joanna Joanna with him, oh, and it actually yeah. is Joanna. She's hot. Too, yeah, by the way. babe. Um. And he brings Joanna with him, and it's all about them getting married. Oh wow! Right, um, yeah. and uh, it's uh, it's uh, you see Jamie and Aurelia, and they've got three kids and another mm-hmm. one on the way. Oh shit! Um, yeah. And uh, you <laughs> so see all that little extras. Yeah, to it. you see Sarah, and obviously she she gets a phone call again. again. It's actually her husband calling her this time. Okay. Is Ron Atkinson in it? Yes, he's working at Walgreens in the states. Oh, that's yeah, right. I was ho- like, is yeah, he? and he's holding up the line in the states. Yep. That's, yeah, that's yeah. Right. How, how do how do we see this? It'll be, it'll be on YouTube, it's yeah, on for YouTube. sure. Do you love actually um, Red Nose? Um, look it up. So, so the reason why I'm bringing this up is because obviously this impacts the reason it does effectively impact mm. my my decision and score, um, and the the sorry the ending for me and does it stick the landing for the original film? I'm going to go out and say yes because I mentioned the airport scene before as one of my favourite scenes. I'm not talking about although the airport scene, the real airport scenes with the the, the montage at the end is yeah. nice. That's a really nice way to finish the movie. the The way that they completed everything with that airport scene, I thought was very very clever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you're right about it being bittersweet with uh, obviously with um, Alan Rickman and uh, Emma Thompson. It wasn't all lovey-dovey feels and whatnot. No, it's not. Yeah. Um, but you know, the, the way that they completed everything was really good, and I even liked the way that they did. You know, those two porn stars that you were talking about before. Yeah. About how they just quickly added them in there and just said, "Oh, you know, we're, they're they're engaged and they're going on their they're going on a trip together." That's just really really nice, mm-hmm. right? Um, so for me, did they stick the landing? I'm giving it 
get a big fat wine 100% because yeah. – and you know what? The the Red Nose Day um, uh, thing that they did on top of that um, just added to that. Yeah. It just reinforced it for Definitely. me as far as I'm concerned. I really want to see this now. Yep. Yeah, it's really good. I, I really enjoyed yeah, it. I, think I got, I got really well. so excited when it came out as well. Like, yeah, like, I think I think huge. the Red Nose Day for uh, Love Actually was better than the Four Weddings and a Funeral one. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, I recommend you watch it. Yeah, for cool. sure. Um, I'm I'm a one, guys. It's it's a five. It's a five <laughs> out of five. I really like the plot. I I was torn between point five and, and a one. Um, and the ending. I know it's predictable, but but it doesn't matter. But it's they did it in such a great way. Um, that it wasn't too overly cheesy and yeah. things like that. And I love that they bookend the airport. Yep. Like they start with it and they end with it. I think mm. it's such a, a full circle yep. and, and, and makes it, um, you know, all come together at the end of it. As you said, there's like not all happy endings. You see the awkwardness with Alan Rickman and Emma Thompson. And then you see, you know, um, af- that's after 13 years. And then you see Hugh Grant and what's her name? Um, Martine McCutcheon. Yeah. They're like in the honeymoon phase where yeah, they're, yeah. you know, I'm still in the, I'm going to jump on you. I don't care what people Thing so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's just, and then you know there's the newly engaged. There's just a variety of like different love situations, and it, it's really sweet. Hmm. Who's shocked? I know. Uh, I, I really like. I, I didn't say. I shouldn't say. I really tried to not make it a five, but I tried not to be biased. It's one of your all-time favorites. It's it's it's, fine. it's up uh, there. It's a solid bury the lead too. We'll go to, to go to the um go to the numbers later on. But f- next up, we've got the uh, notable quotes. Oh, again, if this was a um. An area, it'd be a, it'd be six, <laughs> it'd be six out of um, six, for sure. Oh. What's your first notable quote or favorite uh, quote? Oh, oh, it's so hard. Oh, straight up, um, Billy Mac when he's like, um, "Fuck, whack a bu- bugger shit ass head," you know, when he oh, he yeah. screws up the the lyrics. Yeah. Like, it's oh, it's a great uh, intro into the movie. I'm gonna tack onto that because my, I haven't got that, but I've got the next quote that he does when he actually finally gets it right. Oh, and then he turns around to shit, he, he turns it? around to his manager, and goes, "This is shit," and he goes, "Yep, solid gold shit." I have yeah. written anything Billy Mac says. Yeah, like yeah, any I, Billy Mac quote. Yeah, I. I I can, yeah, agree with that. Uh, the first one I've got is, uh, let's get the shit kicked out of us by love. Yep. Aww. Little kid. He was rad. You know, what, I'm going to tack onto that. Not necessarily a quote, but um, obviously being a rom-com, you know, it's all about chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the chemistry between the uh, the love interests, obviously, is, is quite good. I like the, the chemistry between um, Martin McCutcheon and Hugh Grant. I mean, Hugh I Grant think has that chemistry with a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, but do you know what the standout chemistry for me was? Billy Mac. No, oh. although Billy Mack and his, and his manager, manager was very, very good. But the standout chemistry for me was actually Thomas Brody Sangster and Liam Neeson. Oh, they were such a great like pair. As, as yeah. And, and the, what, what stood out the most for me is the fact that he's actually his stepfather, not his father, yeah. his stepfather. Yeah. But the way that they get along is just unreal. Yeah. It's great to see. I like it. Got, got a line? Oh, uh, you're on the line. Uh, I've just, I've done it. It's, it. This was shit, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, fair. Uh, um, choice. Speaking about um, Sam, the young boy, <laughs> I guess it's more of a scene than a quote, but when um, Joanna's singing All I Want for Christmas is You and she turns around and she's like, and, and you, and, and then she keeps in. going and then she's like, and yeah, you, yeah, and yeah. you, and you just see his face go, what? Because he gets so excited. She's like, and you, and then it's like, oh. Yeah, so that's another great quote. The That's a quote? <laughs> yeah, when she's yeah. like, and you. Okay. Um, I, I, I touched on it earlier, but... Don't buy drugs. Become a pop star. <laughs> and they give them to you for give free. Them for free. <laughs> so good. Yeah. 
Um, Josie mentioned this one before, but it's the hello, David. I mean, sir, shit. I can't believe I just said that. Now I've gone and said shit twice. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. You could have said fuck and then we'd have been in real trouble. Um, thank you, sir. I did have an awful premonition I was going to fuck up on my first day. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's very, very clever. Yeah. That was great. Um, I liked when Hugh Grant was talking to Margaret Thatcher and yep. he's like, of course you did, you saucy minx. <laughs> so good. So good. I, I got Let's get pissed and watch porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all good. I just can't go over how many times they um, talk about Natalie being fat. Like one of the quotes I have is like, oh, would you call her chubby? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sizable thighs. Yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, yeah, poor girl. Yeah, she, it's, she doesn't deserve that. I know. Um, my last one is, um, it's so simple, but I actually use it in everyday language. Like I use it in vocab. It's just in cases. Oh, yeah, uh, Aurelia, yeah, 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 right just in the, cases. Right at the end. Yeah. Um, it's probably a bit controversial now about, like, Billy Mack talking about Britney Spears and how she was rubbish in bed. Oh. Yeah, it's like, ooh. <laughs> but I find it a funny line. Um, and weird enough, I also had um, I Hate Uncle Jamie when he, like, walks in because my good friend Jamie, um, when he was announcing that his sister was pregnant, he put up that meme and oh. was like, can't wait for this to happen in real life. That's good. So I was like, I like that line now because that's what he used. Fair enough. Any other quotes, guys? I'm done. I'll leave it there for now. All right, random fun facts, extra little tidbits. I'm sure you got a bunch, Lee? Nope. You got none? Well, I mean, my the fun fact that I had was um uh, was uh, Lucia Mont- uh, Montes was represented Portugal um, in the Eurovision. Um, I've got lots of random facts, but none of them is overly fun. You guys can go. You got... Um, the reason why Kira Knightley is wearing that hat when she goes to look at the video oh is yeah, she because did. she had a massive pimple on her head, oh. and so they had to hide it. So she she covered it with a with a hat. Oh. But surely everyone knows about the age difference between Sam and Kira Knightley's character. No, what? What? So there's only a five year age gap between what's his name Thomas yeah and there's, it caused all sorts of controversy because um, you know obviously this kid is supposed to be like 10 years old or 12 years old or whatever yeah. Kira Knightley is supposed to be an adult but there's only a five year difference she's, she's 18 when filming this oh, and wow. Sam the young boy is 13 Shit. so there's only a five year difference wow. between them okay do you think that's crazy like yes. looking at him and, and looking at too. her yeah it's like whoa but yeah every everyone's always like Freaked out by it. Okay, uh, Richard Curtis has a cameo. Um, he's a trombone player at the wedding. Oh, yes. Um, you know, we're talking about obviously the budget being quite big and you yes. know, where we're either getting money from. Chris Marshall returned his paycheck for the scene. Now, oh, just, I love yeah, this he fact. Returned his paycheck for the scene where the three American girls undress him. He just said that he had so such a good time that the three girls undressed him and he had to do it in twenty one takes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's like, you can have my money back, man. You can just undress me. <laughs> yeah, three hot women so can good. undress me. I love it. I'm doing this one for free. Yeah, legit. Um, uh, Lulu Popplewell um, is the first lobster, so um, Emma Thompson's um, daughter. She hates the film. Okay. Absolutely hates it. She thinks it's shit, a film, cheesy and sexist. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, Simon Pegg was considered for the part of Rufus. Yeah. Ooh. I did read that. Um, Would have been different, though. Mm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I kind of can't picture it. Like <laughs> uh, When they were casting Sarah, the... Um, the writer and director, Richard Curtis, um, kept saying that he wanted someone like Laura Lenny and the, 
to the point that the casting director was like, fuck it, just get her. Because he was <laughs> starting to annoy the casting director so much because he was like, mm, nope, mm, nope, to the point that the casting director was like, just get fucking her. And they did. So they did. Yep. <laughs> That's one way to solve that problem. Yeah. Um, the, my last fun fact, which I, I don't know why I kind of thought was kind of funny, uh, the word actually is said 22 times in the movie. Oh. Actually? Actually is. Uh, sorry. Mm. Mm. Um, my final one is, you know, when um, Colin is <laughs> talking to the caterer mm. about how shit the food is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was meant to be in four weddings and a funeral. Yeah. Oh, he's just like po- popped it into this one. Yeah. Yeah. It was originally oh. supposed to be in there. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. All right. Let's go to the numbers and see what we scored it out of five. Uh, we'll save Josie for last. <laughs> she, she will go not first. I think we know what I got. <laughs> I already said it, but whatever. What have you done, Adam? Uh, 3.5. 3.5? Yeah. For a rom-com? Yeah. It's a really good movie. It's true. It is a great movie. This movie's really good. Well, I've given it a four and a half. Oh, Ooh, you were so close. Yeah. Wh- which one only got a half from you? Um, the basic plot and story got half a mark from me. Mm. Yeah, okay. See, and that's where I was oh, torn as well. Go, go largely. Um, and Josie, what have you given? Just spare us the, uh, the anticipation of what you may <laughs> score this. One, two, three, four. High five. I got it a five. <laughs> no? <laughs> High five. High five. One, two, three, four. High five. Yeah, no, we got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just checking. So uh, okay. IMDb have given it a score of 7.6 out of 10 with mm-hmm. out of 510,000 likes. Oh, that's a lot. A little, right? bit, little um, bit different to other movies we we've done. We have scored it 86%. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so we've, we've overdone it. That's why I'm so thing. shocked by this IMDb so score. I, I thought I it would really, be higher. I thought our score would definitely be more likely. 86%. Oh, 13 out of 15 we scored it. 13 out of 15? Mm. That's bullshit. Well, Josie gave it a perfect score. She did, yeah. And you, you were like a half a point away from a perfect score. So. Yeah, yeah. Josie, I've got a very important question to ask you. Oh, no. How, what? How does this stack against 10 things? Given it, that this is the second five that you've dropped, yeah. how does this stack against um, 10 things? It, it's up there. Love actually in 10 things. If you had to choose on one of them. Well, it's hard because um, 10 things I, I watch year round, whereas Love Actually is very connected to Christmas for me. Right. Yeah. So this is Christmas specific? I, I'm sure I'd watch it other times, but it's it, it's more Christmas time. Yeah, okay. What if they got 10 things I hate about you and CGI'd Christmas hats on people? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and, Hugh, and Hugh Grant was in 10 and, things. Yeah, and oh. Hugh Grant was... Just coming tick, to deck Joey in the uh, Tick the and tick. <laughs> Oh wow, that was uh yeah, that was what a what an episode of the pod. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. There is a lot of meat of the bone in this movie. Like there is so much. Are going we going to discuss the beef? What's the beef? Like you know the the, the issues with the movie. Like obviously, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Andrew Lincoln. Andrew Lincoln being a creeper. Um, yeah. Well, we we touched on that quickly. Uh, yeah. More importantly, uh, Sarah's brother. Be, uh, Sarah obviously picking up the phone when she shouldn't have. Mm. Um, she shouldn't have. Picked even up the phone. even Laura Lenny herself has said she shouldn't have picked up. Yep. Um, uh, we're going to talk about obviously the uh, the, um, the froth f- uh, factor of Carl. Yes. No. Okay. Carl's so hot. I th- I thought you guys would ask me about my science which and one, which one's which one's Carl? The one that Sarah was going to have sex with, but then her phone rang. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was the guy going to the states. Xerxes. No, that's Colin. <laughs> Xerxes. I don't remember any of the characters' names. <laughs> oh, I actually saw a meme the other day, and it was like, "Love Actually" is one of my favorite films, but I cannot name a character from it. There you go. Okay. 
I've got the written down though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even even like the Alan, Alan Rickman stuff, it's just kind of like, oh, Yeah, and the Alan bastard. Rickman stuff. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah, it's like, come and, on, and, man. And Richard Curtis has confirmed, has since confirmed that they definitely it, did have a yeah, relationship. Yeah. Mm, just. Alan. Yeah. Alan, Alan, Alan. So he done did. Mia even wasn't that great. Like, what? She's got a rude head. Oh, we didn't even talk about um they had they had to put a fat suit on Emma um Thompson. Yeah, yeah, she's hella she's, she's hella thin. Hella, hella thin. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. You, don't, you don't agree that she's got a rude head? Uh, <laughs> I'm not going there, Lee. Okay. Yeah. Why? Because Alan Rickman did? Oh, hey. Terrible. hey. Terrible. Um well, this is not only not only has this been Love Actually, a movie that uh, Josie's wanted to talk about because it's one of her all-time favourite yes, movies, but uh, this is, is also the uh, culmination of our little run of Christmas movies. Yeah. Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> you filthy animals. Yeah. Now I have a machine gun, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, happy New Year. <laughs> you know how we talked about the alternate casting Something of Home about Alone? Crackers. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we talked about the alternate casting in Home Alone that Alan Rickman could have been in? Imagine if he was. Yeah. And in somehow he was in Crackers as well. <laughs> in Crackers, yeah, but I don't and think I, Rickman's in all four of our Christmas. Because movies I was reading. telling you off the air how like people say that you need to watch Die Hard after Love actually because then Alan Rickman gets what he deserves. He deserves yeah. yeah, it's fair. We should have done it that way. But yeah, but it, it, it makes more sense doing this one here. That's fair. Yeah, I'll allow it. We can stay. I'm glad you will allow well, it. Well, I mean, if you want to go down that line, you could just watch Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and he eventually gets what he deserves anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Then you could do that too. Um, so that's not crazy. Die Hard's a better movie. We could spend hours talking about how bad Kevin Costner's accent is. <sighs> that's for another pod. Yeah, will we get to that one? Will we ever do Robin Hood, Prince I of Thieves? No, Alan Rickman is worthwhile doing it for. It's true. It's very true, but uh, it's completely irrelevant to what we're doing right now. <laughs> um, so <laughs> as we wrap this up and say goodbye, as always, uh, follow us on the socials uh, at 2 Gag Pod. And um, any final words to the listeners about Christmas and your well wishes or anything, everyone? Have a safe holiday, everybody. Christmas. What was that? <laughs> just Christmas. That's that. That's your your well wish to everyone. <laughs> yeah. You're just gonna say the word Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. I hope you're nice and hot and sweaty while I freeze. Hey, people could be listening to this internationally. Sure. No. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. Probably don't know. Uh, well, Josie could be in England right now listening to us. Fair enough. Yeehaw. Um, yeah. Have a very uh, happy and safe. <laughs> holiday season uh this has been love actually huge movie and a hell of a lot of fun to talk about let us know your favorite parts of it what you find really good what parts you don't like as uh, obviously there's many different things to have opinions of uh hit us up on the socials but uh until next time we'll be back with more i'm adam i'm josie and i'm lay and this has been the love actually episode of two guys a girl and a movie podcast have an awesome christmas my friends bye, bye. <laughs>